We're going to find out the real secret to the success of the Pades on this Taking Off podcast. Hello and welcome to the Taking Off Podcast. We are going to go into the archives for this one. So the very first time that Christy and I met Mike and Mark Patey, we also had the incredible pleasure to meet their wives, Chandra and Susie. And we decided to do an In the Hangar episode featuring the two wives and to really find out what's going on behind the scenes at the Patey's. This ended up being one of my favorite episodes ever. We're going to bring it here to you for the podcast. So here you go. We came across the Patey pilots. Well, the ones with hair. Today in the hangar. Hello and welcome to In the Hangar. We are at Stearman Field for the ACCA, so we've got a runway right out there and you're gonna hear a lot of airplanes. And I'm Dan Milliken. I'm Christy Wong. And today's episode is sponsored by Wingfield Aviation. And Flying Eyes Optics. We both love Wingfield and Flying Eyes. They make this stuff happen and we love their products. Well, we promised the people Patey Pilots. With hair. With hair, and right. we're gonna meet them. All right, here are the Patey Pilots with hair. We have Chandra and we have Susie. Guys, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thanks for having us. Okay, now you guys aren't twins. No. No. <laughs> much easier to differentiate, by the way. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right, so uh, who's married to who? I am married to Mike. And I am married to Mark. Okay, so now that we've got that settled, and uh, we aren't gonna get them crossed up anymore, no, right? Okay, not at good, all. good, good. I won't, so. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I just wanna point out, you guys are both pilots. Yes. Awesome, okay. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your uh, certifications and ratings? I have my private pilot, and I have recently passed my instrument written test. Awesome. I just need to get those hours logged in my logbook and actually fly them too and just how, get it done how long have you been flying um i've had my license since 2004. oh awesome. wow 16 years yeah. wow. wow that's incredible yeah i've got about 20 hours till i hit the thousand hour mark wow but in the meantime both chandra and i have raised kids so yeah we've, got, we've done all of our flight training and we're not career pilots but all of our mm -hmm. piloting as we're raising our families that's incredible. And what about you, Chandra? Um, I got licensed in 2003. I uh, have a pi private pilot license and am tailwheel endorsed. Um, I fly a carbon cub. Oh, which awesome. I very much enjoy. Yeah. No, that's amazing. And what kind of planes do you fly? Um, I've flown a Zenith 801, a Cessna 177, and. Okay. Yeah, and I currently fly a Cirrus SR22. So that was you flying the Cirrus yes. thing yesterday. See, that's she amazing. Did all the yes, I did. did. You are the Patey pilot. Today. <laughs> Today, <Yes>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, great. So I want to know, how did you guys meet Mark and Mike? Um, <laughs> my story is kind of funny. Uh, so I was, what, 18? I had just graduated high school. Mike and I are the same age. Anyway, what, five years ago? Yeah, yeah, about that. There you go. So um, 
we were we were both cruising with our friends, he in one car and me in another. We'd never met, but um, he pulled up alongside of me in my car and he motioned to roll down my window. And so I did. And he said, hey, do you, uh, let's see, what was it? Oh, he said, hey, do you have a boyfriend? And I kind of laughed and I said, no. And he goes, well, do you want one? Oh my gosh, that is like the most <laughs> my said, thing to say. <laughs> he said, pull over, I want to talk to you about it. So oh. I thought he was cute and I pulled over and we talked and ended up going out on a date and it went from there. That is, that sounds very Mike. Okay. Yeah, that's a Mike and thing. what about you and Mark? Um, I was with my boyfriend and he was with <laughs> his girlfriend and we met at a mutual friend's house. And after that, it was, we found each other at the mall and that was that. You ditched each other. We ditched the others and we've been married 26 years. Oh, and you know, you know. Yeah. 26 that's, years and how, how long? 27. Almost 28. Yeah. Wow. What are the challenges in dating a twin? Well, they were married before us, and so there was none. Okay. 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 Yeah. I was like, they never tried to do the switcheroo. No, but you? we get okay. that question a lot. I'm sure. <laughs> the only time that I've had an issue is when one of them, they used to own a, a retail store, and so when Mike would answer the phone and he'd say, hello, and I'm like, uh, I don't know if that's Mike or if it's Mark. And so I'd have to start a conversation and go, how's the day going? And then when he would communicate more, he'd be like, oh, cool, awesome, can I talk to Mark? So could you tell because of the tone of the voice or just because of what the content of what they were saying? The, 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 the tone of the voice after the hello. Right, because hello is not enough. Right. Okay. But when, one thing that is kind of funny between the two of them is they are kind of interchangeable with our kids growing oh, up. Okay. Our kids would always go to one or the other. They, you know. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> they go grab a leg and then look up. Oh, you're not my dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it still worked. Yeah. So, okay, what are the challenges of being married to a Patey just because of their celebrity the, status? The Mike and Mark show. Yeah. I don't know that it's a challenge. No, it's not a challenge. I actually really appreciate, um, you know, what I get out of it and what I learn from my husband. Um, I enjoy helping him in the shop sometimes. And, um, you know, I love it when he comes and flies with me. And I always tell him, okay, I want you to cr critique every single thing I'm doing. And, you know, he's, he's great that way too. So I actually appreciate his, his talents and abilities. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ditto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so when you became pilots, 2003, 2004, um, was it something you kind of always wanted to do or was it more like you got dragged into it and then learned to love it or do you just love aviation? Where are you guys at on that? Well, for me, um, Mike had gotten his license and we were flying in our, let's see, we had a P210 at the time and we had our four uh, little kids in the back. I know it's such I, a great I fly airplane. A oh, it's right there. Yeah. Very nice. It's not a P though, it's a T. Okay. Hey, just as good, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, we had our four little kids in the back and um, we were eating snacks and chatting and I had some jerky and I handed a piece to him and I said, he, he took it and he said, what would you do if I choked on this? And I just kind of went, well, I don't know. I don't know what we would do. And what went on in my head was, I better learn how to land this thing. So I went to our friend he, who was a neighbor of Mark and Susie's at the time, and he um, is actually the one that trained all of us. Hmm. And um, um, I asked him to help me to learn how to land the plane. And I would, I would do this um, for Mike's birthday because oh. 
it was yeah, coming up, and he's impossible to buy for. So, <laughs> yeah, what, <laughs> usually what do you buy for a present for the guy who has Draco? Yeah. Anything. So, or who build anything he yeah. wants. Or builds anything he yeah. wants. Yeah. Right. So I, I asked him, I said, will you teach me how to land the plane? And he said, well, that's kind of the hardest part. Why don't you learn how to do everything else too? And from then on, I, I started flying and just developed a love for it that I didn't think that I would really have. And um, yeah, so it was so kind of fun. Did, so you did, you landed on his, for his birthday? Yes, um, so I had soloed before, but he, he had no idea that I was taking lessons. I that was is really totally cool. lying to him all the time, telling him I was <laughs> at He thought you were having an affair or something. <laughs> no, so he, he thought, you know, I would get the babysitter over. Everybody knew that it was a secret and they were covering for me right and left and I was down at the airport flying. And actually there was one time where I was holding short of the runway and he was doing his IFR training oh. And we always knew when, um, you know, whenever he, whenever he was around flying, um, you work the I didn't work the radio. So um, we had a code going on from the people in the in the office. They would call Sly Fox, called Code Red, because they called me Sly Fox. <laughs> they couldn't say my name. Sly Fox, Code Red. And I knew that was when my husband was flying around and I couldn't <laughs> talk on the radio. Sly Fox. That so, is really cool. <laughs> but yeah, so his birthday came. Um, we got him down to the airport. Um, you know, my dad kind of got him down there. He thought maybe I had something really cool planned for him, an F-16 flight or something amazing. And he gets down there and they're standing there waiting. And I came in and he, he kind of looked off in the distance and he's like, wow, hey, that's our 172. And I taxied over and he still didn't register. And he was standing there kind of looking and I got out and he about dropped to his knees on the, <laughs> the ground <laughs> and it was happy birthday. That is life. a really cool story. <laughs> okay, that is that, awesome. That is awesome. All right. So, Susie, how about you? Um, no, actually, I used to take my boyfriend down to the airport. There's a road that, go, that goes around the, uh, the perimeter of the airport, and we'd go on the approach end and make out while the airplanes <laughs> land. But, but I didn't. I didn't feel pressured into it. It was when I was like, "Oh, if you can do it, I can do it." It's why not? Yep. And so you and went girls, and got yours. Yeah. So after they did it, and I had no idea. Obviously, we had the same flight instructor. I had no idea she was. We were just with him lying too. up in there. No and, and he, <laughs> our flight instructor, his name's Tom. He he's so awesome. He never once in all of my flight training, because we overlapped, he never once said, oh, I got to go fly with Chandra or Chandra did this or nothing ever. He was so good. He was awesome. And there were five of us training. So Mike and Mark were working on their IFR rating and we were working on our private and my mom was as well. And we were all using this 172. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't have more run-ins of each other at I the know. airport. I know. Well, Tom was really good at scheduling. I have to give him yeah. props there. That is awesome. So now with all you guys being pilots, I want to ask the question, the scariest moment that you've ever had, whether you've been the pilot passenger or even hearing uh, Mark, Mark and Mike. Um, well, Mark and I decided one time about 10 years ago to fly to Mexico with our kids. Uh, me and we at the time I had the Zenith 801 and it's a four place so I was piloting me and three of our four sons and Mark had an RV6A at the time and he had 
one child with him. Actually, my heart's racing now because oh, wow. we're on our way back from Baja, Mexico and landed um, in, I think it was Bullhead City, Arizona for fuel. Right before dusk, we take back off. We live just south of Salt Lake and we're flying um, just west of the Grand Canyon airspace. And Vegas is off to the more west and St. George is just beyond the next ridge of mountains, but it's far enough away that once the sun's down, it's black. And it's a VFR night, but it's considered IMC or VMC, it's dark. And I got spatial disorientation. And if you've never had it, I tell you, it is real and it scares the crap out of you. Wow. So What'd you do? My brain, um, I was convinced that the instruments were turning to the right and I was I was literally in a roll to the right fighting myself to put it straight and level and Mark kept saying you're diving you're going down you know like push he, it to the left on the radio yeah on the radio he, he's in in the plane behind me and he could see my lights going down to the right and he's like you got to push it to the left you got to push it to the left and like I am but my brain's fighting myself and I nearly took us down me and three kids down wow, to the ground and he just kept saying push push your 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 throttle full throttle full mixture let's just get the plane happy and that there was nothing wrong with the plane but just so that if there was anything that we had our bases covered and he's just like just climb just get a positive rate of climb and go on this heading and uh, after about five minutes, we could start to see the horizon of the lights of St. George, Utah, which is Southern Utah. And they just came into view and it's like, okay, I got this. And wow, when, it, when there is no horizon, it's difficult. Wow, so, that's at, incredible. After we landed back at home, we actually landed in Cedar City, which is just beyond, just so that I could relax and calm down because we had lights underneath. Um, but when we landed back in Spanish Fork, we got the GPS and was looking at my tracks and I had done three or four complete circles, not knowing it um, and descending at the same time. So it was, it was one of those close calls that wow. I hope nobody ever has to experience. Go off my word. It scares the crap out of you. Well, what would you say to somebody uh, how they could best handle that situation if it happened to them? Um, well, thankfully, I had Mark sitting behind me in, in his airplane saying, hey, you got to do this, you got to do this. But at the time, not realizing that I'm fighting myself, I don't know that there is other than trust your instruments. Because, trust your instruments, not yourself. Right, because when you have um, double... Uh, instruments like two AFDs, you know, you can say, my horizon is good. I am, I am good. They're not, both of them can't be wrong. Right. Well, I haven't had any uh, situations, you know, such as that where myself um, piloting that, you know, I had that happened but um clearly i mean everybody heard it was all <laughs> over the place yeah, um, tell us about that. i was in the plane with mike um in draco with mike when we went um off the runway in reno and um 
Well, you know, at no point did I think I was going to die, you know, when we were in it, I just, you know, one second we're barely, barely lifting off the runway and the next, you know, my brain is like, well, we're going for a ride here. <laughs> and, um, you know, it just kind of went off this, the side of the runway and, you know, I looked over and your brain speeds up to the point that, um, everything appears to be going in slow motion, mm-hmm. you know, and I, it's funny because I watched the, the video afterwards and it was, it was that fast, but it felt while I was, you know, in it, it felt like it was such a long situation, you know, but I just remember, um, sitting there and I look over at Mike and he is just busy doing everything he can to keep the plane from completely looping or anything like that. And, you know, I mean, he did, he did a really good job just keeping it going straight, um, as straight as he could once we went off the runway. And, um, anyway, um, you know, we came to a rest and the wing was bent and I looked over and, you know, this close to my face is fuel just dumping out of the window, you know, outside the window. And this window is broken, everything. And I kind of took stock of what's going on with my body. And I wasn't, you know, I'm like, I'm not bleeding. Everything's okay. Troy, our friend was in the back and he's okay. And he is just yelling, get out, get out, get out. Troy, Yeah, Troy was yelling, get out, get out, get out. And um, I went to grab my my seatbelt and there was so much um, uh, pressure on the seatbelt that, you know, because I'd strapped in so tight that it wouldn't release. And I just sucked in as hard as I could and unlatched it. And all of us crawled out, you know, it was, you know, stickers and dirt. And it's just kind of a strange, like out of body experience almost where, you know, I'm expecting to go fly. And now all of a sudden I'm crawling through the dirt to get out of, you know, the airplane. And it was just kind of a strange thing, but you know, I wasn't, I wasn't shaken. I wasn't, you know, I was just kind of was like, okay, here we are. And it was kind of weird. It was just, like I said, just kind of your body goes into survival mode and you don't panic and you just are kind of like, well, there it is, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So the only in- injury or casualty of the crash was a broken fingernail mm. and it was real bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost, it's almost healed. Okay. <laughs> We're almost a year out and it's all good. But anyway, um, but I can say this, the lasting effects of that for me has been wind. And that's been something that I've, I've kind of struggled with, to be honest. Wind? Yes, wind. So I, whenever I go out to fly, if it's somewhat windy, I get a little amped up and I, you know, I have to relax. Yeah. And, and so that's, you know, honestly, I think when you go through situations like that, there's a little bit of PTSD that hangs on and. You know, you got to respect Mother Nature. There is nothing that you can do about being rocked by it. You know, I mean, it's just, it just is, and you can't control it. So, yeah, it's, you just got to get back on that horse. You just got to get back on the horse and make it happen. So I, you know, I, I'm doing the best I can with that. So, yeah, that's awesome. I've got one more question. Yeah. So with the the Mike and Mark show, um, (laughs) You know, it, it's it's quite a big deal. You guys go to air shows, you go to Osh, you go to all these different places. Um, it, what's it like, kind of like, um, is it hard to kind of be in their shadow? Is it fun, you know, with them being like rock stars? You know, I think it's fun to be a cheerleader. I, I wasn't a cheerleader in high school. <laughs> I actually played basketball, but uh, I'm short for basketball too. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, you're not a giant. <laughs> Anyway, I think it's fun to be their biggest cheerleaders and not just on the sideline, 
like with pom-poms or anything like that, but to like help organize and just say, hey, you got someone over here that wants to talk to you or, and to hear the rundown afterwards and go, that's so cool. You are very supportive. I saw you both in action yesterday after you landed, and people were just flocking. And you were to the Mike and Mark show. To the yeah, to Mike and Mark. <laughs> and you were just so supportive. Like you, it's like you know you have it down. Like okay, stay in the vicinity of. Step in when you need to. I mean, we had great conversations last night. It was wonderful. But I got to see that support in action, and that was really really great. Well, and. I mean, we both love people. I right. love hearing people's stories, and people love to share their stories with Mike and Mark and, um, you know, their backgrounds and things. And I, it's it's cool. And that's one thing that I love about this industry is that everybody's got some kind of a story that brought them here, and it's always fun to hear. So yeah. I appreciate that part. One thing I want to bring up before we go is it seems to me that the videos that you are in typically get more views than when it's just them by themselves. How does that make you feel? Well, that's nice. I mean, it's yeah. a nice compliment if people want to see us. That's that's awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. okay. Well, then, so here's the test. We have a Mike and Ma uh, Mike and Mike and Mark episode of this where we talked to them previously, and we have this show. So let's make sure we watch this, get the views up, and we can prove to them the Mike and Mark show that there's an even better That's show. Right. This is for science. Oh, man. So. Yeah, science. It's for science. That is a tall order, though. I'm telling you what. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for watching today. If you like what you see, uh, subscribe and share. We'll see you next time. In the hangar. <laughs>